The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in. And uh, welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenys Hughes. And today I've got an amazing guest with me, Miss Donna. Hello, Miss Donna. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so grateful that you're on here today. And we're going to talk about, are you a psychic too? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donna and I are both psychics and mediums and work professionally and we've been working behind the scenes together for a few months now. Um, you know, when I said that Donna had this vision of us in, in front of this big magic pot with our big sticks <laughs> mixing it all together. <laughs> I think I just stepped into another lifetime for us, Donna. <laughs> I think so, too. It could, so, be another, could be another story, too. You never know. It could be a whole other one. <laughs> uh, now, what I would love if you would share with the listeners is how it came to be that you and I are working together on all these amazing projects. Because I just think it's such a cool story. Isn't it? So, so um, you know, I've, I've really been the person who has spent the last few years saying I'm going to start actually doing what I teach, practicing what I preach kind of thing, looking in the mirror. And I've been, what I've noticed is that as I've, as I've really stepped into being a psychic, being a medium, is I've been channeling a lot of information that comes to me really fast in very interesting ways. So what happened was all of a sudden I just had a dream, um, literally, of just a download of a whole entire book, what it would look like, what platform it would create. And Glenice was literally the person on the cover of the book looking at me, and it was the two of us together. And I said to her, huh, that's interesting because we've never done anything together before. So, But, you know, here's me. And I said, I'm going to listen to my guides. I'm going to take this information. I started asking questions. What is this? What can I do with it? You know, what, what would this create? And then literally sent her a message and said, can I talk to you about something that may seem a little bit, you know, out of the box? <laughs> I was like, here, hi, hi, my name's Donna. We never actually met before, but let's check this out. What does this feel like to you? And, um, well, we met, but not not like where we sat down and had tea or, you know, holiday dinners or anything like that together. So so um, it was sort of like, okay. And, and you were just totally able to tap into the energy of the way that I described it. And it was really this whole platform of what else is possible with explaining to the world about what psychic is, how everybody is really truly psychic um, and and all the misapplications of what that word is and making it real simple for people and taking away all this mysticism that people have around even just the words psychic and medium. 
Yeah, I mean, it just, I remember getting that, that Facebook message from you initially saying, hey, I had this dream. <laughs> Want to write a book together? <laughs> it's like, uh, yes. <laughs> and I, I remember saying to my husband, you won't believe the weirdest message I just got. And I said, I've never been so sure of something in pretty much all my life. <laughs> Because it is like we do kind of travel the same circles in in uh, access consciousness, but really didn't know each other that well. But the energy is so expansive, and so for everybody listening and, and hearing that for the first time, yes, Donna and I are writing a book together about Woo-hoo! really, yeah. How does it get any better? <laughs> about tapping in and turning on your capacities and your abilities, and really, from my point of view, and Donna and I've talked about it from her point of view. We've all got them. <laughs> and it doesn't mean you have to go and do it professionally like Don and I, although it's fun. You can just use it in your own life to create what you would like more of or to create more magic in your life. So uh, one of the places that we have right now that you can connect with us is on Facebook. Uh, we have a group called Tapping In and Turning On Your Capacities and Abilities. And you can join us there. We've got a, a web page in the process, and uh, the gal is setting us up a, a forum for people to go and practice their capacities and abilities. I mean, this is just so much bigger than I think Donna's dream ever was. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a six-week online class coming up, too. Oh, we do. I mean, right? it's just so amazing. <laughs> All of the amazing possibilities. So, you guys, you really want to stay tuned. So, let's talk about capacities and abilities, Donna. Um, yeah. You know, when when did yours start, or did you always have them? Yes, absolutely. I always have. I always had them. When I always allowed myself to tap into them is a different story. I I um I know that my first time in in actually seeing people who had passed, I was very young, and I wasn't even sure if it was a dream or if it was real, or at least maybe as I got older, I told myself I wasn't really sure. And someone who had passed away, who was a child, who was a friend of my. Uh, my my parents' friend's daughter, who had died in a car accident, had come to me before my parents got the call that she had died, and said, "You have to tell my parents, you know, that I'm I'm really okay. Like, look at me." And she showed me an image of her being okay, but I had no idea why I had to tell her parents until later on when I, I heard my parents upset because they heard about what had happened and they were talking about a car accident and all of this kind of stuff. And I said, "Well, but she was just in my room," is sort of what I was thinking. So in the beginning, it was very confusing to me, and I didn't tell anybody about it and interestingly enough as we were getting ready for the book I I literally spoke to both of my parents my mom and my dad and said did I ever bring that up to you and they both said no like they don't remember me bringing it up like they believe that it happened they have no doubt that it occurred but they don't remember me bringing it to their attention so it's interesting I just sort of held it inside and I, I, I wonder um I don't want, I have an awareness that there's a lot of children that experience something very similar at young ages and they just don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the beginning for me. And then I was just much more aware of, you know, certain things that I'd get information on faster, you know, um, always. It was just always. As somebody would walk by, I'd have information about what was going on and I didn't necessarily call it psychic. I mean, I guess when I was younger, we called it intuition. Um, and we played lots of games, and we, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. I would say since I was four, I was pretty aware that I was aware. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And you know what I found so interesting is as I'm, as I'm writing the book, I've just realized how much I know, which is in the clairs of the psychic abilities, it's claircognizance. And I didn't, 
I didn't, like most people, think that it was any different. So when we very initially first talked about this, Donna, I had said to you, no, I really didn't have any uh, major examples until I was 30 where I connected with a spirit who had crossed over. And yet, as I'm writing the book, I'm like, but I knew this, and I knew this, and I knew this, and, and I just assumed everybody had a strong knowing. Yeah. And what I'm realizing, and what I found so interesting, is that I didn't know that I knew differently than other people. And mm-hmm. it's just been phenomenal to me to go back and say, yeah, I knew I knew I had to break up with this one guy. And I knew that I, <laughs> the funny story that I always talk about is one night I was so frustrated. I wanted to, to French braid my own hair. My sisters had no interest in, in French braiding my hair. And I uh, couldn't figure out how to do it behind my own head. So when I woke up in the morning, I just knew how to, <laughs> which sounds maybe a bit silly, but when you're 14 and you wake up knowing how to French braid your own hair, that's pretty phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm totally aware of the fact that there's so many things we could wake up knowing, like you and I are both headed to Venice. And I know the last time I was in Rome two years ago and I took a class there as I was walking around or any country, because you know, we both do a lot of traveling. I never feel like I don't understand what's going on. I, I don't necessarily have a cognitive awareness of what each word means in translation, yet I totally get it. And I feel like I can tap into the, to the end, like tap into the knowing or tap into the awareness without having to formally have learned Italian before we show up there. It's so interesting, but it's like you ask for the information and it shows up if you're willing to receive it, if that makes any sense. Yes. And if you're willing to receive it in a way that's different than what you expect it to be. And this is Oh yeah, there's that too. (laughs) Right? You know, I just I just finished one of my telecalls for mediumship and it's it's so many people really trip themselves up because they assume it has to come a certain way. And when it doesn't come that way, they mustn't be a medium or they mustn't be psychic or they mustn't have the ability. But it's like, no, if you just if you just forget every way you think it should be yeah. then everything is possible. Wow. Yeah, so- and that, that was the idea behind us doing this whole book is sort of like, I, I think that so many people have all of these decisions, judgments, conclusions, commitments about what it should be, what it should show up like, what it, you know, or even I remember a period of time where I, I remember having a conversation with somebody saying, what if I was wrong? Like, you know, what if I say something and I'm wrong? But all of these decisions, judgments, conclusions that literally... Um, cut them off from the awareness and, and deciding of what it is. Where When I work with people, they'll say, hey, you know what happened? This happened. And I'll say, see, that's it. That's your awareness. And they go, no, 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 no. I just knew that. <laughs> and you go, okay. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but it's something, it's very often something that they take for granted that they don't even realize that shows up for them all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so let's, you know, just as we're talking about that, all this energy is coming up on it. So let's mm-hmm. destroy and uncreate everywhere all of you guys have decided the way it has to come and that you only have capacities and abilities if it shows up that way. And if it doesn't show up that way, you're hopeless. Well, you just destroy and uncreate <laughs> all of that times a godzillion. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shreds, boys, and beyond. Absolutely. Wow. That's pretty heavy, actually. It's heavier <laughs> than I thought. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, and I have a perfect example for that, actually. I have an amazing man in my life I was just telling you about. And the other day we were having this conversation and I was totally telling him something that I really, which is interesting when we do this, and I'm so grateful that I have mirrors in my life. Like you would do the same thing to me, other people would. And he said, okay, I hear what you're saying to me. My question is, do you want me to believe your words or the energy? And here's somebody who would literally say to me, 
I can't read energy. I'm not intuitive. I'm not psychic. I'm not anything. And yet he totally just that flew right out of his mouth. Like there was an, and so he calls it intuition. It's just intuition. I could read people. He would say like, how many of you go through your life reading people? Like you, you know that you're good at sales. You know that you're good at management. You know that you're good at customer service or whatever it is that you, you're able to manipulate, maneuver your way around because there's something about the way that you're reading people that helps you manipulate that with a lot of ease, Right. So every time that you're unwilling to call that knowing, awareness, intuition, or psychic abilities or capacities, can we destroy and uncreate all of that? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, all my hot puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wow. Holy <laughs> Dinah. I know. <laughs> wow. That's so funny. I just... Um, you know, it's, it's, I think that there's what I get a lot of sense of as we're talking to people is there's a couple of things... It's sort of like places where we refuse to be because we've decided how people would judge us or the judgments that we've bought into. Like we refuse to stand up and say, hey, I, I just had a feeling. I mean, until after something bad happens usually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So let's get back into what it is and what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Clair, clairvoyance, the psychic seeing, and when you were talking about traveling and all that, years ago I went to Spain and I was traveling by myself and I'd never been there and, you know, all that stuff. And yet every time I wanted to go somewhere, I would just follow the different signs. So it's not so much, often I'll talk about clairvoyance being in your head, you'll see pictures in your head, but it was actually when I come up from the subway, the light would be green one way, red the other, so I would just go the way it was green. Right. And then I'd get to that corner and all the tra- all the people were walking that way. So I'd go that way, <laughs> you know, and right. I just would, and I always got where, where I was going. I mean, it right. was just phenomenal to me just being able to follow that. Yet so many people wouldn't call that clairvoyance or wouldn't acknowledge it. They'd be just like, oh, what well, was a coincidence? Right. And I mean, how many times do we use that word that really disempowers us? Coincidence and lucky. Oh, Right. Right? So everything that that is and everywhere where we're unwilling to actually acknowledge where we've created, have the power, have the capacity, have the ability, and we totally disempower ourselves, can we destroy and uncreate all of that? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pod, fog, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And the clear audience is, of course, the psychic hearing. It's it's for most people, they hear it in their heads as opposed to externally. And we can have it external also. It can be a big booming voice from above. I remember a, a client telling me that she was driving along and all of a sudden a voice outside of her said, um, and she was coming up to a green light and it said, green doesn't always mean go. And so she stopped <laughs> and then the car oh. went, went right through that would have, had she kept going, would have hit her. Wow. Brilliant. Right. And I mean, she just yeah. said the, the energy of the voice, she said it was so sweet and so calm that she just stopped because she, you know, after she questioned like, why didn't it yell stop or, you know, but she realized that she would have went into panic. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, all those subtle signs, absolutely, that we, um, so, and here's the thing, too, about what you just said is, um, what I've learned in the last two years is, like, just when I think that I know how everything's going to show up, like, I've gotten the hang of it, and I know what, you know, a white rose always means to me when it flashes ahead of me, or something along those lines, um, 
all of a sudden, the way I receive information will shift and change. So even deciding that it's always going to show up one way and you have to learn that one way is sort of becomes limiting. It's like, you know, how much are you willing to receive it in, in so many different ways and, and be fluid with it instead of trying to come up with sort of like this A, B, A equals, you know, MC square or whatever, like it, coming up with a formula for it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, goodness, yes. Because it does. It changes all the time. The more aware we become, from my point of view, the more aware we become, the more that all of those abilities come into place. So I think clairsentience is the only one we haven't talked about, which is the psychic feeling, which is the one that most people, at least most people that I work with, seem to override. Because like, if they don't see it in a picture or they don't hear a word, it's not real. And it's like, no, you're feeling. If you know not to go that way or if you know to pick up the phone when so-and-so is calling and you wouldn't normally or whatever it is like it's that knowing that that gut feeling I think most people call it that's just can be so strong for people yeah absolutely and and it is I think it is one of the ones that people totally dis dishonor they do they tend to, to ignore it a lot more than many of the others for whatever reason I think I think we actually I know the reason and we can talk about that after after we get to a break I've got a great story about how I saw a child in um in the mall that we talked that we that we wrote about in the book that we can tell after we go on because it's a great way of showing how we actually disempower ourselves growing up we become entrained to ignore it yeah absolutely so let's just run a quick clearing beforehand so what what bastardization of infinite capacities and abilities are you using to create the doubt and distrust in yourself you are choosing Oof, right wrong, good, bad, pod, pack, all nine, shorts, boys, beyonds, wow. <laughs> well, on that, on that, while you guys all have a nap over break, we, <laughs> we'll be back in a couple minutes. <laughs> Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Do you ever feel stuck on a hamster wheel? Constantly running but getting nowhere? Ready to try something different? The secret is actually quite simple. When you fall in love with yourself, everything else falls into place, personally and professionally. Each week, you can find out how to choose your energy and change your life with your host, Deborah Jane Wells. It's time to get unstuck. Reclaim your personal power and recapture your zest for living. Tune in to Choose Your Energy, Change Your Life. Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, hopefully, you woke up after that last clearing. <laughs> so, Donna, tell tell your story because I just love this story. Well, one of the things that I, I kind of get that I will wind up choosing or starting to create is a place where children can come and learn more about what tapping into their awareness is when they're young before they cut it off. You know, whatever that looks like, I'm not exactly sure yet, but it's a vision of mine that's starting to come together. And when, I, when we were working on the book, what I remembered is I was thinking about how we become entrained to not pay attention. And we were, I was walking through the mall and there was a woman who was carrying her daughter and her daughter's literally pointing at a man in, in the mall. And she's going, mommy, that's a bad man. Mommy, that's a bad man. And she literally says to her, listen, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And it hit me in that 10 seconds. It was like this little girl was probably speaking from awareness, right? But what we're taught here is to totally cut off our awareness and wait until you have proof that somebody is a bad man, which means they actually have to hurt you first or borrow money and not pay it back first or victimize you somehow first or whatever that may be until you can then say, hey, that person was dishonest. Hey, that person was mean. It's like you're supposed to wait until after the fact in this reality. And I said, well, what if we actually gave our kids tools and said something along the lines of, you know, honey, I I totally trust your knowing. And next time, could you just say that to me in my ear? You know, if you you weren't with me, maybe you should scream. However, you're with me, you're with mommy. So you could whisper that into my ear and good for you for knowing. You know, I've I've always told my daughter, I don't care if it's her Uncle John or... Or, um, or my dad or my mom. It doesn't make a difference who it is. If there's ever a time you're uncomfortable with somebody, I don't care how close they are. Any times I said, hey, that's, that's this person. You just say, mom, I don't want to do it. I'm totally not comfortable. Because it could just be that 10 seconds that there's something off kilter. And I will always honor her knowing. So I've always empowered her to do that. What would it take for us to always teach our children that there's an intuition that you're, you're born with. It's like a survival skill right away that you can build on. So what that mom was doing was saying, hey, if you don't have anything, so everywhere this child will have a list of a warning, you know, like just like that woman when she was driving the car, hey, green doesn't always mean go. Everywhere where you get that awareness of a warning, like, hey, this might not be safe, or look under your car, or go call for help, or whatever it is, she's now learning at the early age of about four years old to totally not share it, not do anything about it, ignore it, cut it off, Yeah, which is not the, you know, and it's just, it's not going to create a space where people are willing to tap into their knowing as they get older. And that's a clear, you hear that all over the place. That's not just one mom. I mean, that's really what we teach our kids. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Um, You know, you don't know if that person never did anything bad to you. So don't say anything bad about that person. It's sort of like, look at what, what, how we're teaching people that it's not about awareness. It's about proof. Yeah. Oof, and everything that that brings up. <laughs> right, <laughs> Can we just that all nine fun fog shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, and everywhere we've been taught to dishonor our awareness and our knowing. Let's destroy and create all that times a godzillion. 
Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And you know what just came up for me? All the parents that are on the line who are thinking, oh, my God, I've told that to my kids 100,000 times. Could you please just not even worry about what you've already chosen and start choosing from this 10 seconds and anything that prevents you from just seeing this all as awareness and choosing something else now? Can we destroy and create all of that, please? Right, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And what we know with, with Access Consciousness, where these tools are from, so Access Consciousness, com and the clearing statement the clearing statement.com what we know about that is that when we clear it for us it goes in in um, like in our past and in our future so that you are also clearing it for them and if it's if it's applicable you can sit down and have the conversation with your kids and if it isn't know that by clearing it it clears it also and that you can then choose whether you have grandkids or whatever you can just choose for it to be different and to honor their knowing as you honor yours because really the big picture is that that mom wasn't willing to honor her knowing Mm -hmm. so she also had to dishonor her child's knowing Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and what would it take? I mean, that's part of one of the visions that I do have. It's creating a space where we can teach parents to help children to be and tap into their knowing and and perceiving, receiving, and being from a very young age. I mean, what would that create for our children and their ability to just create things so much faster with so much more ease? I'm so excited about whatever that will be in the future. But, (laughs) well, right right now, let's do the tapping in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have, there's just so many possibilities. So what, what are kind of the, maybe the, the couple top blocks that you see your clients uh, have around using their capacities and abilities? I think that one of the biggest ones is, um, uh, you know, one of the ones that, that come, there's two that come up for, for me that popped up even before we started the call. And it was sort of the idea of being afraid to be wrong Um, it's like they don't want to say out loud a feeling that they might have or an information that they think they're perceiving, receiving, you know, because they may be wrong and they wouldn't want to feel foolish or be judged or what if they're not right and what if the information, so it's, what do you love about never being wrong? That's one of them. Wow, yeah, everything that is, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, fog, shorts, boys, and beyonds. <laughs> and and another, another you know, there's a few that popped up for me, but the other one really was, what are you unwilling to lose? You see, because when when you actually stand up, and remember when I, I was writing the book, I literally, I don't know if I emailed you or I called you, and I said, I'm coming out of the closet this year. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I, but but what I had, what I realized it was holding me back. I mean, I, I you're talking about someone. I have a you know a degree in educational leadership. I worked in education for 25 years. I've worked with students with special needs. I've done all sorts of things. Um, in, in, in the field of psychology and in education. Um, and I did a lot of that because I decided that being a psychic or being a medium was not okay in this reality. I remember even saying to someone 20 years ago, you know, you can't put your taxes, so I'm going to be a psychologist. It was like using my skills covertly is what I was really doing. So, um, so when I did that, I said, okay, with, with all of that aside, when I, when I said I'm coming out of the closet, what really came to me is it was sort of, what was I unwilling to lose? You know, like what was holding me back from ever just stepping up and saying, this is who I'd truly be. And yeah, I'm great at teaching or working with children or working with parents or creating possibilities because I tap into my knowing, because, um, because I'm aware, because I use my intuition, because I, you know, I have this information. And I think I was afraid of losing that sort of 
I was afraid of judgments that I decided may show up, that half of them, by the way, did not, but that I've decided would show up. I was afraid of losing the professional respect, afraid of losing this, um, I don't know, stigma is the right word, the uh, integrity or something along those lines. So it was, what, what are you unwilling to lose that if you lost it would give you your life is the clearing that comes up for me. Wow, everything that is. Well, you guys discerning it all that times ago, Zillion. <laughs> right. I just need my husband. <laughs> because what happens is we have this image of when I stand up, you know, I listen to, to kids and they're like, hey, I thought that, but I didn't want to tell anybody. Or, you know, I thought that this person would think that I'm crazy. And in this reality, they have a reason. I mean, half the kids that are teenagers that are going through this are probably on, you know, medication to calm down whatever it is that they're hearing, being, seeing, receiving, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. So, um, so that does pop up. But the idea is it's like holding on to this image of what we've decided is right in this reality and being unwilling to lose it. And once I let it go, my life became so expanded. Like I, I was afraid of life as I knew it, but I wasn't happy with life as I knew it. Once I let it go and I stood up being me more, um, I didn't lose anything. I gained the life that I actually always wanted to have. Hmm. So there isn't you go. That, so I, isn't that the way? Like if, if you really honestly look at what you're afraid of losing by choosing whatever, whether it's capacities and abilities or, or uh, you know, a year-long vacation from your job to go travel the world or whatever it is, if right. you look, really, really look that in the face, it's almost laughable. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because you know? like you say, it was you, you, what you were living wasn't what you wanted anyway. So it's like, wow, why not lose what you don't want to have anyway? <laughs> and, and I see that happen with a lot of my clients when I do coaching. They're like, okay, they get this close to everything that they want. And then all of a sudden they get that whatever's going to show up is going to be different. And they really hang on to going back to not functioning from awareness and going back to what they didn't like because they're afraid of losing. Um, so Again, let's do that one again. What are you unwilling to lose? And guys, what, what you're unwilling to lose could also, I mean, forget about just capacities and abilities. But what if, you know, what if what you're holding on to is this image that you're afraid to let go of that's actually what's exactly keeping you stuck, right? Yeah. So what are you unwilling to lose that if you lost it would give you your life? Everything that brings up, destroying and uncreated all times a godzillion, right? Wrong, wow. good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, awesome. So those are two places. How about you? What do you notice? What I notice, very, very similar. uh, And also a part of, and I think it's a part of what we talked about, but also an extension of, is really stepping into their greatness. It's like they they fit in right now. When you have a whole humdrum life that really nothing's too great and nothing's too horrible, it's okay because it's like most people around them. So if they really started using their capacities and abilities, they would have to step into the greatness of them. They would have to create beyond what their friends and family are creating. Mm-hmm. No, I shouldn't say have to, but the possibility is there. And so many people, they just don't look at it close enough from my experience, so they would rather just fit in. And if they yeah. really looked at it, like, really, you want to fit into a world that isn't fun? <laughs> Right. Yeah. So everywhere you're not willing to use your capacities and abilities so that you stay fitting in with your friends and family around you, will you destroy and create all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, and what's the value of never choosing to be the greatness that you truly be? Yeah, yeah. and everything that that is times a gazillion. We just try and create it all right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and I also think that, you know, it, I mean, when I go back to what I was saying before, where it's like the parent was really saying, okay, don't say anything. If you don't have anything to say, don't say anything at all. Um, we're, we're really entrained in this reality to have answers, not awareness. <laughs> yeah. Right, so so would you be willing to give up all the answers of who, what, when, where, why, and how you are and become the question of who, what, when, where, why, and how? See, because it was hard for me to step out of the world of education, and uh, and I still, I mean, in so many ways, I'm doing education, I'm just doing it differently, right? I'm teaching people all over the world how to do things so differently. But it was so hard for me to actually step out of it because I've decided that that's who and what I was. It was this form and structure that I wouldn't step out of. So it really limited me into stepping into something so much greater, so we're willing to give up all the answers of who, what, where, when, why, and how you are and become the question of who, what, when, where, why, and how you are. And everything that is, we revoke, we can't rescind, reclaim, renounce, announce, destroy, and uncreate it all. Wow. Bad all nine pot pot shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. 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 So that's what I get there. That's yeah. um. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know the, the other aspect that I see is such such a myth, such a fucking lie. Let me say, is Woo! that wow. you, I know, right? It just it really it really pisses me off. Can you tell? It's that when oh my people, god, I didn't know we could talk like that on the radio, oh, darling. <laughs> you can talk like that on this radio station. <laughs> um, you know when when people lie to others about what will happen so it's like they they project onto people that tapping into the spirit world or into their psychic abilities or into their gifts or intuition or whatever you want to call it that they have to protect themselves that they have to that they're basically less than that energy and that energy is going to hurt them unless they don't i don't know walk counterclockwise 12 times stand on their head in the corner and drink (laughs) blue you know, blue pea. Otherwise, the spirit world's going to take them over. And it just, honestly, <laughs> as you can tell, it's one of those things I'm very intense about because what I, I know, what I know, what I know for sure on every level of my being <laughs> is that there is no greater power in your life than you unless you choose there to be. Right. So there exactly. is nothing in the spirit world that can hurt you or harm you unless you decide it has more power than you unless you tell it that it can. So please, everybody listening, if you're kind of like, oh, but it's so, it's so scary to be tapped in. Honestly, it's scarier not to be. <laughs> I agree with you. It's scarier not to be. And I can tell you, you know, I mean, and sometimes people do ask for, for the destruction of themselves on a regular, they don't even realize, you know, I, I can't tell you when I used to work where I was working, how many times I said, this job is killing me or take me and just shoot me in the head. I'm done with this now or all these kinds of things where I just was looking for help and destroying me. And boy, did I get it. Let me just tell you. But um, but what what came out of that is like, what about choosing from the space of awareness? Because you're right, because not being aware is actually for me now would be a lot scarier than actually being aware. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So what does being aware mean, though? Like, you know, what does that mean to you when I bring that up? For me, it just means, it's it's like a, I just showed you energetically, but that doesn't help the radio people. <laughs> oh, it, it might help a lot of them if they're, if they're willing. 
<laughs> it's, it's just like this expansion of energy. It's not blocking anything. It's not judging anything. Like there's good energy and there's bad energy and I can only have the good energy. I can't have the bad energy. So I have to constantly be in judgment of that. It's just yeah. total, absolute awareness of everything that is without a judgment of any of it. Right. Awesome. And anything that prevents you all from choosing that, um, from being that, receiving that, perceiving that, can we destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What I'd love for, for what we're creating to do is really make this seem like you can say to somebody, oh, I get it. That's what this is. In, in words that where you can identify in your own life and you as a person, because I'm telling you, we went through every single client we've ever worked with. Everyone I've ever worked with is aware. You, you know, you have capacities and abilities. Does that mean that you are going to be doing them professionally? No, that might not even be what's fun for you. However, they can all be used to actually help you make really great choices with a lot more confidence and choose in a way that is a lot more expansive and much more of a contribution to your life and to your living. So um, that's, I mean, that's our target is to empower people to tap in in ways that will create something that would be a contribution to your life and to your living. Does that sound right? It absolutely does. And it just brings up the energy of like, what capacities and abilities are you refusing that if you stopped would give you all of you? Yeah. Wow. Everything that is, we destroy and create at all times a godzillion. Absolutely. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, shorts, boys and bands. I love that one. Do you have time to do that one more time? Absolutely. What capacities and abilities are you refusing that if you stopped would give you all of you? <laughs> everything that is times of God's name we just trying to create it all right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds that's incredible yeah and that's it it's really tapping into all of you you know and, and maybe that's where we can pick up in a couple of minutes is the idea of you know being spirit in a body being infinite being in a body or however whatever anyone's perception is and how expansive how limiting we actually create it for us here so I don't know if that's this call or another call but that's what's possible for us if we actually chose it. Yeah, absolutely. And just really be aware when you're using it. You know, so if somebody does walk into, let's say you're in a ready does walk in and you get a really heavy, icky feeling about them. Don't stop yourself like that little girl probably does now. Right. Be like, be in up with that. Don't be in judgment of it. Don't, you don't have to walk up to him and tell him. <laughs> in fact, I encourage you not to. <laughs> with it about it. be with you about it be like okay so what's required do I do I need to leave like what is this and it's not from fear it's actually from awareness and you can ask right. more questions and it's not from judgment either because I've literally had clients who have been victims in situations and they're like I didn't want to leave like I felt bad it didn't make any sense I had no reason to feel that way yeah yeah absolutely uh oh what happened Oh, I lost. I, sorry, you guys. I thought you cut out a little bit. I thought I lost you. No, right here. <laughs> right here. Awesome. So there's nothing yeah. to feel bad about because you're not judging somebody. You're, you're choosing from awareness and you're choosing to expand your life. That's it. Yeah, and I always tell people, you know, be aware because we can take awareness into judgment in about 0.02 seconds. So somebody <laughs> walks in and we get a really heavy, icky feeling and then we go to, oh, he must be horrible. He must be a sex offender. He must be this. He must be that. <laughs> it's like, okay, that you've stepped into yourself. judgment. Yeah. And, but let's take that to the next step when we start because it's a great place to start because a lot of people turn that into judging themselves too. Yes. Yeah. 
So let's go to break, and then when we come back, talk a little bit more about that. Okay. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much. Uh, so, Donna, we were talking about judgment and awareness and, and then judging our, our can you talk a little bit more about, say, that situation where a person would then go into judgment of themselves? Yeah, what I've noticed that some people do, um, I know that I did it many times, is if I went to and I saw somebody and I had a bad feeling, whatever that feeling is, um, I would judge me for judging somebody, assuming that it was judgment instead of awareness, and say, oh my God, why would I go right into thinking that that person is wrong? Why would I go right into, like, this person, or I'm not going to let this person in my life because I grew up, you know, you give somebody a chance or whatever that is. I mean, my, I'm lucky in the sense that my family trusted awareness. And yet, however that came about, it was sort of like, uh, if I judged someone right away and I, I, I misunderstood it as judgment, I saw it as unkindness. I didn't get a lot of the times when it wasn't judgment, it was total awareness. So there was no question there. And when I got the information, there was many times I went straight into judging me because I saw it as a judgment, not awareness until I got a little bit older. So, what would it take for you to not judge you for being aware? Mm-hmm. Right? Or even to ask a question, is this judgment or is it awareness? Yes. Yeah. Right? So anything that prevents you guys from, from asking questions or choosing that um, and not judging you, can we destroy and uncreate all of that? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I want to say again, our group on Facebook is called Tapping In and Turning On. 
Uh, I think if you were going to type it into Facebook, you would just type tapping in, turning on, all one word after facebook.com or you can message Donna or myself and we can we can hook you up to that because I tell you you guys we got so much so much awesomeness coming up like our book we're going to be doing teleclasses we're going to do in-person classes we're going to do a book tour and I mean it just goes on and on and on so how does it get any better and I'm so excited to be a part of this uh, as I, know. I like to say awesomeness I know, and there's a de- there really is a demand for it. Like, you know, I-, I think that people are willing to step up and be more aware right now, and they just don't know what that looks like. So, um, you know, when I do my VIP coaching, that's the first thing I do is teach them how to tap into their knowing. So that when, when they come to me and say, I've got this major decision I have to, I have to do, it's not me that they're asking an answer for. I, I you know, I, they now have the skills to literally go, huh, what would this do? What would this create for me? And how great is it to know that you're actually the greatest resource for you in your life. You have your own back better than anybody else, and you'll know that when you actually choose to tap in, and we'll, we'll guide you through that. And we've got lots of great things coming up on how to do that. I think we're going to do a game or give you some simple games that you can just take with you um, after today's show and play with and see what shows up for you. You want to talk about that? I do, because it really is about practicing and I was just when I was on the mediumship call earlier today I just said you know it's not that it's not that this stuff isn't natural to us it's just that we have shut it off that now now that we're opening up to it or or choosing to use it more we do need to practice it it's it's like a a rusty old skill We we need to practice it and one of the ones that is to me so simple and I still do it uh, is that if the like when the phone rings or or a text comes through uh, before I look at the call display or who sent the text just I'll just ask who is it and then I will use my awareness as to who it is and mm-hmm. that's going to show up differently for each person and in my experience differently for each person who's sending it so for a, you know one friend I might always see their face for somebody else I might um just get the energy that they be uh so it's more of the clairsentient for some it might just be from a knowing you don't even have it's just like i just know who it is so it's it's different and it will continue to change like donna was talking about before all of our abilities and our awarenesses will shift and change and it's not from a place of you're losing them sometimes i get these frantic phone calls from people that have taken my classes saying oh my gosh i've i've lost the ability to connect to so and so or when i sit down to to talk to my mediumship team i don't I don't they're not there and it's like no 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 it's just changed so it's really being open to that so do you have any game to add or anything to add to that my my favorite one always you know um I mean it it really depends if you have a group of friends that you'd love to play with my favorite one always was taking a piece of your jewelry putting it into an envelope not telling anybody what it was passing those envelopes around everybody having one and writing down everything that comes into you know Glenys just said practice really I mean practice is what changed my life when I was between 13 and and 22 years old I was really with a group of people that did this I did it for a living I, I read tarot cards at the psychic fair I worked with um I worked with some really well-known people in the field that are out there now that help make psychic sort of a household name. And those are some of the things we did. You know, we would read cards and then go play games like that. We would take jewelry off of our, ourselves, put it into an envelope. People would hold it. You'd write it down. Or we'd take a picture that only has a picture of one person in it. Could have been my grandmother or my grandfather or somebody else. And um, put that in an envelope and pass that around. Someone would hold the envelope and write down everything that comes to you. And it really helps you get tapped into how you're receiving information. Because sometimes what you're getting is a smell. 
um, you're getting a sound, a laughter, flowers, uh, you know, like whatever it could be. And then you start to get tapped into the language in which you receive information as well as, um, as well as, you know, you, you get feedback from the person whose information it was. You say, what does this mean to you? I got, I got the smell of roses. I got, you know, um, I saw a garden, whatever it is. And then they get to give you information back, which helps you learn how to translate what's coming to you in a really safe environment. Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I I love when I use it in my mediumship development circles often, and it really it really amazes people how much they can get when they don't know, uh, like when it's hidden in an envelope. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, because yeah. we're not doing it then from judgment or the way that we think it should be, or you know, if we have a client comes come in that looks like they just came off the field and they're um, you know, just look like they're really hard workers and they maybe don't have a lot of money. And yet when we're doing the reading, if you're able to to not project onto them and really look at the energy, then you might get that they're, you know, multi-millionaires who just enjoy doing their own farming or whatever <laughs> instead of projecting onto them saying, oh, well, they must be this and it has to be like this. And, and I work a lot with people in terms of really clearing what you think it should be like, you know, saying earlier today on that call, it's like, don't assume that every dad who's crossed over is going to tell his daughter that he loves her because it's just not true for some families. And, you know, it's just not what they're going to bring through, but lots of times we'll project. It's like, well, of course, every father would say, I love you. And every, every person who commits suicide will tell their family why, or every murder victim would tell, you know, who did it and how to find them in the address. <laughs> it's, like, right, it's just yeah, not no. the case. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Definitely not the case. And, um, and, and with that, I mean, that was one of the things that, that made me, I think, come up with the book is I've noticed when I walk through stores and looking at the books that are there, what I see is books that are really like um, the book of dreams, dream interpretation. And then they go, if you see a rose in your dream or if somebody's losing teeth in your dream, then it means A, B, C, or D. And I really caution people about you know, dream dictionaries or interpretation dictionaries. I think that each person creates their own dictionary, their own language, their own set of symbols that isn't the same as other people's. And I don't think that there is this one truth as to what each thing means. I don't know. What do you think? I am so with you on that. (laughs) I always encourage my students and anybody who wanting to really develop that, get an empty journal and sit down with your, what I call your team, your energy team, and start working with what your symbols are. Because otherwise, you're right. I mean, if if I had a swing on a peach tree when I was a child, and that was just a yummy memory for me, and you had a horrible accident with your car driving into a peach tree, (laughs) and we see a peach tree, I mean, those are two very different things for both of us. Right, and I really think that our team starts to communicate with us in ways that they know that we're most likely to understand by what's familiar to each of us. So what comes through to me in the reading and comes through to Glenise in the reading could mean, you know, if we got the exact same symbols would be interpreted quite differently. So I, so one of the things that we'd like to do that we have coming up is really getting you to get you almost creating your own dictionary and what that looks like and how that could be fluid and easy for you. And that, that includes everything from goosebumps to symbols and dreams to, um, to, hear, to sounds that you hear or things that you hear. And a lot of that will start with exactly what Glennie said, journaling. And then there's other tools and techniques that we have in the class that will help you make that even more specific. 
Yeah, and lots more games. I mean, that, that's just, I mean, we call them games, but there are things you can do by yourself if you don't have a group, group of friends. And then yeah. on our webpage, we're, we're setting up a forum so that you can have an online group of friends that have the same interests. Because I know, at least in my area, Donna's in New York, but here, rural Alberta, there's still some <laughs> places where there's not a whole lot of people talking about it. I always see, like, it's always amazing to me, because of course the clients that come in to be, nobody else knows who they are. So, I mean, there are neighbors that live side by side saying, well, there's nobody else in town. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> if only I could tell you. <laughs> well, I, I want to say too, is one of the things that we both thought would be really helpful to the people that we're going to work with is that we create a safe forum, like not one of those places where people go all off on what symbols mean or, or sometimes you go online and you see people doing almost scary readings that I've never, I mean, I've never given a scary reading in my entire life and I've been doing it my entire life. Um, you know, it's just, we thought that we would include people who are in our classes who are working with us in a forum that we're part of, that we're interjecting in, that we're, you know, um, that we're there. So it's a safe environment where people can play, play, play and expand their awareness with, with people of, of like minds that are all shooting for the same thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's just, I, I'm just I'm so, so excited, excited for about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that none of the listeners can tell how excited we are, Donna. I know that they're not that aware. Because <laughs> my giggles would never give that away. <laughs> So we have so much stuff coming up, right? Oh, we do, we do. And I just, I want to run a couple of clearings, you guys, so that you can really, really step into this if this is fun for you. So what physical actualization of turning on and tapping in all of your capacities and abilities from all lifetime, space, dimension, realities, and universes are you now capable of generating, creating, and instituting? Wow, anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine, shorts, fourth, neons. Wow, that was great. That was. Woo. That just, wow. And then the other one you guys can run is what generative energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be that would allow us to be all of our capacities and abilities dynamically for all eternity? With ease. <sighs> With ease. <laughs> <laughs> and anything that doesn't allow that will you destroy and uncreate it all absolutely right wrong good bad pod pack all night shorts boys and beyond awesome. so we've got you we've sent you off to the facebook page also donna your web page if people want to connect with you sure absolutely my web page is, is dr donna it's my name dr donna martu is d-r-d-o-n-n-a-m-a-r-t-u-d-e dot com and we should let you know that we are starting a class that starts in April, and we're playing with whether it's going to be all on phone or maybe Google Hangout, or we're not really sure how it's going to show up, but information will be available on our Facebook page real soon. Yeah, absolutely, and, and we would love to hear from you. And, and if there's specific things you'd like to see on that call, you know, let us know, or we can do calls on separately or another radio show or whatever, whatever it takes, because really this is really our target is to empower you to know that you know yeah. and how to use your, your capacities and abilities because I promise you, you got them. Yeah. And, and again, not, not necessarily for a living if that's not what you're looking for. But how do you just use them to, to make, really, because a lot of people aren't looking to do this for a living and I totally get that. But, however, it creates your life and living in such a different way when you're functioning from that space of being tapped in. Absolutely. So, thank you all so much for joining in, and thank you, Donna. I'm so grateful for this and, oh. and for that dream. 
I think we've got other things to thank for that. So we're, we're very grateful. <laughs> we are very grateful. Very grateful. Thank, thank you for you choosing both. it. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. Have a wonderful <laughs> week, you guys. We are going to talk about um, stop being a superior bitch next week. <laughs> talk to you then. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Mm-hmm.